Welcome to the Family Photography Marketing Podcast, where we dive into the world of marketing and help you take your business to the next level. I'm your host, Fiona, a marketing expert with 10 years of experience in the family photography industry. And in each episode of this podcast, I'll be sharing my insights and strategies for successful marketing to help you navigate the ever-changing landscape of digital and traditional marketing techniques. So whether you're just starting out or looking to fine-tune your marketing approach, this podcast has something for you. So join me and let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. First, I want to make a little announcement that I decided I am going to run another round of the Marketing Mastermind. The first one has just gone so well, and it's been so transformative for the people who have joined, which was my goal. I wasn't going to run another one unless people were getting real tangible results and really felt supported. And because that has been the overwhelming feedback, I'm running another round of it. It's going to start March 12th. So if you're interested, I'll put the link in the show notes. And just really quickly, what it entails is three group calls on alternating weeks. And the weeks in between will be work weeks where you have access to me to show me marketing materials, to talk about emotions you may be having of overwhelm or indecision or fear. And then the goal is within the six weeks, you'll launch something and get into habitual marketing practices that you can use moving forward so that you can actually have the booked out business that you want. Because as I always say, I'm the first to say it, I feel like one of the only educators who's admitting that times have changed and it is not as easy as it used to be. So we need to differentiate and try new things. And if you feel nervous to do that or unsure, the goal of the mastermind is to be there to support you and then hopefully send you off so that you have tools to be able to continue that until you're so booked out that you uh, don't even need to market anymore. Just kidding. You should always market. Okay. So this episode is going to be, I'm going to be going over four marketing questions that I got on Instagram. So the first one is I'd asked on Instagram, what is everyone struggling with or what are your questions? So this one is building a community when I have more tourists than locals. So I feel like I can kind of speak on this because my adventure sessions About 60% of the people that book those are out-of-town visitors. So I get that feeling of many of those people are one-off visitors who come for those specific shoots, and I don't see them again probably ever. The chance that they're going to come again for a mountain shoot, I think only one family has ever done that. They just switch to a different mountain. But it's not like I could build community per se with that person, unless I created like a little tourism package where I was like, hey, come, here's my recommendations to stay. I'm kind of the facilitator of your trip. Like I can help give you all the recommendations. And then the whole thing is centered around a shoot with me, which is actually not a bad idea. Um, Actually, there's someone in the mastermind who has kind of this same problem where a lot of the people who come into her town are from out of town. And so she doesn't know how to like keep that momentum going. 
So I said to her, and what I would say to this person is literally be the tour guide. You could build a community around your expertise as someone who facilitates amazing photo shoots while you're on vacation. So it's not community within those people, but it is a specialty and you could build community within your actual town around your specialty. So you could connect with some Airbnb owners, you could connect with some local restaurants, you could put together a little package for people who are coming into town so they get the photography session and then they also get to visit these businesses and maybe they get a discount on something or whatever. You could lean in to the to the role. And I did that for a while when I was really in growth mode of adventure sessions. I had this packet I send out, I used to send out and it would have uh, links to all the best Airbnbs in the area. It was like where to get last minute um, clothes if you come into town and you realize you don't have what you need. So there's a ton of ways to build expertise and community around serving tourists that don't involve the tourists becoming part of your community. But that's a really also easily referable bundle for their friends. So let's say their friend wants to visit like where I live is an island off of Seattle and our population goes up a hundred percent in the summer. So if I was smart and (laughs) took my own advice, I could create a tourist package where I said, we also happen to have an Airbnb here, um, where I said like, Hey, if you come and stay in the cottage and then you'll also get a photo shoot and then you also get a, you know, discount at this local restaurant, that's a nice little package. You know, that could be something that anyone who lives in a tourist place could do. The other thing that if you do notice that you're photographing a lot of out of town people is you need to build your SEO. You can build part of your SEO or part of your presence around serving those people. So the majority of my out of town mountain people, that sounds like they're people that live in the mountains. My mountain session clients come from Pinterest because I have keyworded a lot of the tourist spots that I shoot. So I hope that one helps just kind of switch the community you're focusing on. Switch it to your local community and be like, who else in this town is serving tourists? And could we work together to create a really cool offer that serves everyone? And then you become referable to the clients as well if they have friends who want to visit the area. So that would be my advice there. The next one is marketing for more than one niche or interest. So (laughs) I always say how incredibly jealous I am of people who are like, I photograph this one thing because to me, that seems like a dream to just be like, I just do this one thing. For a while, that was me with the mountain shoots, but obviously I can't shoot them all year round, but I would get enough residual business for other seasons for local shoots. But like I was known for that. That was my thing. I talked about it all the time. This is back. This would be back in like 2017, 2018. I was like the go-to person. Um, And then it just, the whole business model became a tiny bit unsustainable because I was driving like 600,000 miles. Not really, but that's what it felt like. And uh, so I had to change it back to being more of a local presence. Obviously I got my studio and so If you are in that category, which many people are, what I would say and what I teach to students of mine who are in this particular predicament is that you want to create roads 
always systems and roads for people's interests. So I don't know what these niches are or how different they are, but for example, if they're very, very different, it can be powerful to create two different visual containers. So for me, like my outdoor work is very different than my studio work. So I have a separate Instagram account and a separate website for the studio. I still cross promote, um, but when I'm in my town and someone on the Facebook group says like, hey, I need a headshot or something that I do offer in my studio, it's a lot more conducive to that person's visual interest to send them my studio website as opposed to my other website that is very outdoor mountain adventurous. They might be like, oh man, I don't have the energy to search through here to find out her headshot information. So you can easily do this. Um, If it's very, very different, I would create two different visual containers and just not give an an arf about following um, because my studio following is like a hundred people on Instagram, but majority of those people are local people. So that's amazing. As opposed to my other Instagram, which is like 11,000 people, but they're all over the world. So which, which account is more useful in terms of being a local marketing account, the smaller one. So if you can let go of following and Um, likes and all of that and just have a trustworthy visual container that has a road that your client can step upon and travel down to booking without being distracted, confused, or overwhelmed by your other work. That would be my goal for you and for me and for every person. So much of this is, you know, one of the reasons that I'm proud of myself for talking about marketing a lot is that I do consider myself someone who's extremely passionate about it and I'm always learning about it and I love implementing, but I am in growth mode too. So all of the advice that I share, I'm trying to do myself as well. So if they're totally different, it will create confusion or overwhelm, create two separate visual buckets and then market to those with easy, easy, educational, trust building paths that people can walk down. All right, next question is taking the emotion out of marketing. So this one's really hard. Um, I don't know that you ever can get to a place that you have all your emotion out of marketing. I was just listening to this podcast from this chief marketing officer guy, which is always like a foreign language, a lot of the things they say. But what I can pick up on of this man that is steering this ship of this business that has a billion dollars in revenue is he is still feeling scarcity. And he's still comparing and he's still terrified he won't hit the numbers. So if this man who's steering that giant thing hasn't reached the plateau of emotional stability when putting what you create out into the world, then like, will any of us ever reach that? I don't think so. And and it's not a bad thing. If you create something and you're passionate about your business, that passion doesn't just go away when you ask people to absorb it in any way. You're going to want them to absorb it happily and for them to book and for everything to go well and for you to just be like flopping around in a bed of butterflies and feeling great about it. Is that how it's actually going to be? No. So what could you do? One of my favorite things to do is purposely put myself in areas of my life, even outside of marketing, where I'm not feeling comfortable 
and I'm pushing through that and continuing to do the thing, whatever it is. So I'll look for these opportunities now to strengthen my ability to sit in the muck and be like, okay, I feel uncomfortable right now, but I'm here and I did it and I'm proud of myself because then you gain trust in yourself. So there's a couple ways you can take the emotion out of marketing. First is to actually have a strategic plan because when you're following a plan, you don't have to be emotional about it because you can make the plan all about the data which is obviously something I suggest. And that's not going to look like you're one of those robotic dogs just stomping down the sidewalk, kicking every emotion to the side, and you're not going to care. But if you're following the plan, you know the next step is just ahead of you. So you can switch your focus to the next step instead of wallowing in the failed step, which is what I think a lot of people do. So you could spend four hours making a reel, put it together, be super excited about it, put it on Instagram. Instagram's like, I'm going to put this in the broom closet where one person will see it. And how do you feel okay about that? If you have nothing to look forward to on your next step on marketing, if you know that you can be like, okay, thanks for just pooping on that Instagram. And now I'll just try reposting it at a different time or I will wait a few weeks and then post it again. Like how much could be done if we did remove the emotions, especially the ones centered around fear of what people think about us? Someone said the other day, like it was on TikTok, which I need to stop saying. I do this thing where I'm like, I just read an article. No, it was a TikTok. Or I'll be like, I read in a book. It was a TikTok. So this was a TikTok about someone who's high school bully silently watches all of their stories. And that literally is my life. A person who is so rude to me in high school has been a super fan, a silent super fan of mine since the beginning that since I got an Instagram account. Um, and so I used to be like, Oh my gosh, she's watching. And now I'm like, yeah, she's watching. Like who I, It's so interesting what happens when we just let go. Like, does it matter that she's watching? Does it matter that your mother-in-law watches? Does it matter all of these things? Like you are out here trying to build a creative business, especially as a woman. Like that is so amazing. And the things we let stand in our way, we have to really examine them and see if they make sense. So what is the emotion? Is it fear? Is it overwhelm? Is it overthinking? Is it distracting yourself with with like other things and then saying you don't have enough time versus identifying what the emotion is and then really working through it? And it's not easy. It's, it's not like you can just be like, oh, I no longer care what anyone thinks about me. I'm just going to run through the streets in a bikini. That's not it. It's just in order to chase this dream, you are going to be uncomfortable. That is the bottom line. And so the quicker that you can be okay with the discomfort and the uncomfortability of trying new things and failing, then the easier everything within marketing will be. So there is no taking emotion out. It's grabbing the emotion by the hand and doing the damn thing anyway. All right, next question, learning Pinterest and having time for it all. I actually just had this conversation with one of the mastermind students because she was feeling that sense of like, how am I going to do all of this marketing? And the goal of what I want you guys to all realize is that the more you can create 
habits and become a trustworthy employee of your business, the less it'll feel overwhelming and it'll just feel like part of what you have to do to keep the engine of your photography business running forward. Because I feel like there's a lot of people out there who are photographers and they create beautiful visuals and they put those visuals online and they just want to say, okay, I'm done. I'm done with marketing now. And it's just not, it just can't be that anymore if you're in growth mode. Unless you have cracked the algorithm, which please share with the rest of us how you did it beyond those people that just watch my stories where it's just like a butt in a thong. Those people have a ton of views. So unless I get why they've cracked the algorithm, but like for the average person, it's just an absolute roller coaster of inconsistency. So the only thing you can bring into a system like that is your own consistency where you have a system and you've said for this season, for these sessions that I'm booking, this is the strategy I'm going to try. And you consistently show up and try and you keep your promise to yourself as your employee of your business. And then you assess the data and make changes as needed and you and you keep moving forward. And that whole system is just a department of what your business has to do to function. So it's like marketing is not negotiable. You need visibility. You do. However you get it is fine. If you, if you live in a small town and you want to pay $5,000 to have a giant billboard right when people come into town that talks about your photography business and that is enough to book you out that you don't ever have to do marketing again, that is the visibility that you need to have. But you can't not have visibility and wish to grow but take no action because there doesn't, there's no reconciliation there. There's no bookings coming in because no one's seeing what you're doing. And the other danger there is that people are marketing massively in a special little place, which is their own head, because you're thinking about marketing and you're the fact that you don't have enough bookings and the fact that you're not meeting your goals or that this year feels different than last year, you are doing so much thinking, but actually marketing very little. So the trick is making habits, making a system or a schedule or whatever it is that you've built around a seasonal marketing plan, chunking it down to how many shoots do I need to do to actually make this money that I need to make for my income goal, and you work backwards from there. So it's not like I can say, oh yeah, it's really easy. It's not, it's work, but it's worthwhile work because if you can get to a point where people are booking your business and you're able to hit your financial goals and create art that you love, that is a beautiful life. So you have to decide if that beautiful life is something that you're willing to be uncomfortable for. Okay, I hope that was helpful. Again, if you're interested in the mastermind, it's a very small group. Last group, we only had seven people, which is what I want. Seven to nine is kind of what I'm hoping, six to nine, depending on who it is, who comes in and and when I look at their information, if I see how much help they might need. Um, And already two people are in there, so there's very limited spots. So if you do want one, just go ahead and snag one. If you have questions, of course, you can ask me on Instagram. Okay, have a good week. Mm -hmm.